0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Loving Your Life. This is Dola, your host. Um, You know, I'm constantly coming back to this issue of um, life's meaning and purpose and what each of us is intended to do uh, with our time here. And I know a lot of people uh, question what they've selected as a, a career path, and that seems to Uh, loom large in their lives. Am I doing what I was supposed to do? Should I have been doing something else? I even talked about, I think, in a previous episode about a woman who was a doctor, and she really didn't want to be a doctor, but she knew that she could, (laughs) get this one, make enough money so she could save enough, so she could retire early enough so that she can do what she wants to do, which is right. She's a, an author, a um, non or, or I'm sorry, a fiction author. And, you know, I, I kind of thought that was a sad story in a way because, um, you know, here she intentionally knew what her passion was. And knew that that would not work financially for her to engage early on in her life. So she developed the plan to address her passion once she felt her finances were in order. Now, you know, it does make practical sense, but is it the way I would recommend one go about fulfilling their passions and their work in their work life? Um, Probably not. Uh, mainly because what i've seen is a lot of people who aren't happy in their work life and sort of go in day after day and painfully do what they do and i've talked about it before in my on my show um about what keeps us there and and what what we leave when we leave what we miss most and that is the people that we work with so in that sense, I get it. I get why we stay, why we, um, you know, after we leave, why we miss um, the work that we didn't like. We're not missing the work. We're missing the people that were at the job that we had for a long time that we did, that we really didn't like doing. I just think it's I, I say it all the time. It's just too long to spend doing something that you don't have a love for, a passion for. So, you know, I, I came across Howard Thurman. He was a philosopher and a teacher and um, a, a religious person, I think, um, you know, spiritual leader anyway. And um, I think he died in the 80s. And, and, it's, and he said, you know, don't ask what the world needs Ask what makes you come alive, and go do that. What the world needs, because what the world really needs is people who have come alive. And I think about that um, in terms of what makes sense for each of us to engage in, because we really don't want to do anything that um, that doesn't make us come alive. That doesn't have, um, you know, doesn't stir that passion in us, um, that willingness and desire to do the best at it that we can do. And it can be any type of work. You know, everybody has um, a, I really believe everybody has a type of work in which they uh, feel passionate about, in which they, you know, derive a great deal of enthusiasm and enjoy from you know it can be fixing cars um you know so i've seen people that say you know fixing cars just you know is just so uh fascinating to them and you know they come alive when they're with themselves you know underneath a car you know fixing it or making it grander or whatever it is that people do i mean there are so many jobs that are under an umbrella of a, you know an industry or whatever. I mean, a uh, dictionary of occupational titles, I always tell my my uh, clients, you know, has, uh, a variety of different occupations under a certain umbrella that you may or may not have been aware of. So, you know, uh, sort of access those kinds of resources so that you can get a hold of something that you may not have even considered because you didn't know it existed. You didn't know that there was a job that was, um, you know, that was exactly what you wanted to do, uh, you know, this little niche um niche job where you could derive so much joy and enthusiasm from and, by the way, benefit those who come in contact with you, whether it is for the engagement of services rendered or uh, just simply to hear you speak enthusiastically and, you know... um, passionately about something you enjoy doing, because, you know, it makes us happy to hear that other people are so happy. It does. I mean, it it does me so much good all the time in my work with people when they're telling me about their their passions and their um, enthusiasm about what it is they do. And I could, you know, be shaking my head thinking I could never want to do that. But that's you know, that's what makes us so unique. Um, but I thought about that Howard Thurman quote, because, you know, what makes you come alive? there There's so many different questions that sound the same, you know, what, what do you love doing, you know, um you know, when we watch children when they're young, and, and, you know, as parents, we would watch them and say, she just loves doing that. He just loves, you know, tinkering with, uh, you know, cars or with uh, trucks or, you know, he loves watching the trains, you know, that go around the track, and he loves figuring out how the mechanisms work, you know, signaling, you know, the engineering portion of it instead of the, you know, pure, simple beauty of watching, you know, cars or, you know, racing, cars racing or whatever. There's myriad of, you know, choices under, like I say, a certain, you know, industrial umbrella or category um, that, you know, we can derive such passion and enthusiasm. So um, I just think that, I can't say it enough. I can't speak about it enough. That there is something in each one of us that sort of will make us come alive. And... You know, it, it, you know. Thurman also says, "Listen for the sound of the genuine in yourself." What does he mean by that? He means that in each of us is this authentic self that is waiting to to manifest itself in some sort of active, you know, behavioral um, way. and And it's sitting sort of dormant until we access it and insist on engaging uh, with it, so that we can bring joy not only to ourselves but to others. As I say, that come into our field either for for the purposes of getting the service rendered or for just hearing us speak about it, um, or for us just enjoying doing it. A lot of people, you know, have hobbies and uh, and they'll they'll wait to do, they'll consider their passions, their hobbies. I can't make money at this. I just do this because I love doing it. And, um, you know, for me, it, it was always reading and writing. I always loved reading and writing. And I didn't really pick up on the fact that I could actually have a career reading and writing. Because I was, you know, at a time where, You know, in Catholic schools, I guess, that didn't have the resources available for the proper guidance to take place uh, with those of us who, you know, had passions. You know, it was kind of like, well, where do you want to go to school? And do you want to be a teacher or a nurse? And I knew I couldn't do the medicine thing. So, you know, by default, I was, you know, I was a teacher. And, you know, in a way, I've always been a teacher and always derived passion from teaching, from conveying, you know, from communicating with others. And there's no, you know, no... No, I'm not missing the fact that there is a a through line here in my career choices and my career changes that is always communication. Whether I'm reading, writing, um, you know, reading to write, or uh, simply you know, communicating with others about their passions and leading them uh, with the knowledge that I have using my resources of an assessment tool and conversation and um, exercises to help people access their passion. Um, So I'm passionate about their passions because I, I love people to derive a sense of joy from what they do for a living. It's, to me, it's, it's, probably, you know, my greatest joy to see somebody living their greatest joy. And there are not enough of us, I'm sorry, that are living that kind of uh, passion and joy in our work lives. So, um, you know, when Thurman says, um, there's something that that uh, that is in everyone that awaits everyone. Uh, That waits and listens for the sound of the genuine in yourself. Um, He says that it's the only true guide you'll ever have. And I do believe that it is the guide that you're seeking. You know, we look elsewhere, we look everywhere sometimes, but truly inside ourselves is the answer and we don't believe that because we think well I can't know the answer how could I know the answer I don't know anything I'm just getting you know my um, I just have to access resources and I have to you know find out from other people and um, boy you know maybe I better read this book or listen to this podcast and while I'm delighted in the fact that you know you're listening to this podcast I know that I can't tell you anything that you can't tell you better you know, I can kind of stimulate and, um, uh, you know, bring you to, you know, re- request of yourself using what I know. Um, works, but at the end of the day it it is truly already there. It already lives in you. And if you ask yourself those questions and sit with yourself in the quiet, you will be able to come up with the answers absolutely positively, the best answers for yourself. Um so, you know, I I I want everyone to realize that they you know there is a dream in you. There is a passion in you, and um, and don't lose that. Don't drop that. Don't die with your music still in you, as Wayne Dyer said. Um, I I want everyone to do what they're here to do, because uh, you. I truly believe that there was an intention for you before you even came. You know, on your way here, you got, uh, you had that pact with your source, and it said, "I came here to do uh, a certain thing." You're not here purposelessly. You know, um, it's it's not possible to me that you just are here for some, for no reason. Um, it is a reason and it's up to you to figure out what that reason is of course but you have resources um, of course the best resources is, is internal inside you but you know if you don't believe that you can always um, you know always res- uh, access the resources that are available for you but in the end even with those resources I would still check in with myself because you are the best, the best guide for your own happiness. Um, you know, sometimes um, we don't really believe that and we have to be reminded of it. Um, that's that's a good way of putting it actually is because I do believe that we all know that, intrinsically know that. We come with that knowledge that we are our best resource, our best guide, you know, our internal source because it's connected to our source source and we are connected to our source, right? But, uh, you know, that communication can only be heard by going internally it can't be heard in the external world because were it's inside of us i mean i hope that's clear um i guess i really wanted to re-emphasize that because um you know you will experience joy as you go toward the dream that was intended for you i heard uh, somebody on on um, a show recently that said that you know god has has an intention for you and if you don't like that word god that's why i use the word source um you know, it's just a word. It's it's just, you know, I, I'm reading a book right now that's called uh, It's All Spiritual. I think that's the title of it. Let me see here. Um, yes, it's called It's All Spiritual. And uh, that's basically, everything is spiritual. I'm sorry. Um, it's by Rob Bell. And, you know, basically he's he's saying that too. It's, it's, You know, who we are and what we're doing here is all uh, intentional. It's all purposeful. We're not, you know, there's no serendipitous nature of our being here. It's all very intentional and purposeful. And it's up to you to really figure that out and go toward your passion. So I hope that uh, makes sense. Anyway, um, I truly believe the only way to live is with love in your life personally, and professionally. Until next time, everyone, have a wonderful week.